Silhouette Zero, Episode 36. We need a big score. Now that Talaric is safely secured and the Spice Fork is fully operational, the crew turns to the ever-pressing matter of money. Will they make a name for themselves as legitimate freightsmen, or will they need to dabble in much shadier dealings? Hello, and welcome back. I'm your GM, Chris Ng, and that's my brother, the player, Matt. Thank you. Hello. And uh, the Destiny Pool is currently at 3 light, 4 dark. Mm -hmm. Click and the company are gathered around the booth that you share for meals. Data pads are out. Everyone's trying to brainstorm on how to make some money. So, um, narratively, this would be either time past episodes or filler episodes. So, we're not going to roleplay every single tiny bit. Right. But I want, we're going to do five jobs in a row. Okay. Where nothing of major importance happens. Right. But we're still going to talk about what happens during those things. And and here's how it's going to work. You're sitting around trying to decide how to make some money. And really, there's three ways you could do this. You could do jobs as a freightsman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> legitimate. Legitimate freightsman. Cargo hauler. Yeah. You could do jobs as a smuggler. Or you could do favors for the Alliance. So, uh, just... So, I've built a whole rule system for this. So, here's, here's how it works. Okay. Freightsman jobs are easier... But they make less money, and they generate legitimate reputation points. Uh, reputation is... I'm using a modification from the Fly Casual. Oh, uh-huh. Fly Casual has a system where if you have certain positive or negative reputation, it adds blues or blacks depending on your social interactions. So, for example, if you do something positive, you get blues to charm, but blacks to coercion. If you do something negative, you get blacks to charm, but lose the coercion so i've i've kind of divided it up into two categories here so a freightsman will generate legitimate reputation which will give you blues to jet to when you do negotiation checks Mm. stuff like that so you can make more money and there's two types of jobs really for a freightsman or there's three types of jobs for a freightsman you can do um similar to what you do with the power converters which is to attempt to do a per unit sale Mm -hmm. where you just buy up something and then try to sell it somewhere else you can do a flat haul, so you just contract with someone who needs a bunch of stuff moved. Or you can transport passengers. Smugglers, um, they are harder difficulty checks, but they obviously make more money. They generate smuggler reputation, but failures and threats could put you into imperial danger. Mm-hmm. Mild imperial danger. Right. You know, legal problems. Right. Ugh, and I again, could, I could hear quotation marks around that. <laughs> And again, the job types are similar. You could do per unit, you could do flat hauls, or you could smuggle passengers around. The alliance, being an alliance operative is also harder. You don't make money, but you can get stuff. Right. So, for example, if you wanted a Bacta tank, Hmm. that would be something you could get. If you wanted certain weapons or gear, that would be something you could get by operating with the alliance. Or if you wanted information on something, you could probably get it better from the Alliance. You would generate Alliance reputation, but if you have problems, they're going to be major Imperial problems. Right. Okay, well, I can't imagine that we would start with any Rebel stuff. In fact, probably to get them back into like the swing of it, um, Reyna would probably have them start off with some like 
what she was most comfortable and familiar with, and that was legitimate business as a freight Okay, so we could we could role play this out a little bit. To be honest, I'm feeling a little homeless these days. All I'm saying is, now bear with me. If we do a legitimate haul, like you know, pick up and delivery, we can also take people that need to be smuggled there, and we can do two <laughs> birds in one stone. And if someone tries to look, ask us to be scanned, we just hide them amongst the crates. It's foolproof. And I bang my hand on the table. You'll know they make life form scanners, yes? Uh, yeah. Won't they just say, yep, there's definitely life on there? No, they will see that if you're bringing a big batch of hydro spanners that should not be alive, that there are a bunch of life forms amongst them. What if we just have rats? I'm not ruling out the possibility. I'm just saying for my own personal my own personal instinct here is that I wish we had a base of operations to run out of. Now I know that paying back Trinko's debt is a priority, but if we could generate some money and perhaps make a contact, we could I don't know, make a location or maybe join up with another shipping company. That way we don't have to feel like we're operating out of the garage of our own spaceship all of the time. That's a- we have a place to put the A wing. That's a very valid point, Captain. I wouldn't mind that either. Although, I don't like the idea of hooking it with a company. I'd rather we just buy something or rent a spot. Look, we just need land, right? I suppose. Land and facilities. Well, facilities are easy, right? They can be expensive. Yeah, but I don't know. I just wish we had somewhere nice to go. <laughs> Jinko says nothing. <laughs> Because Click doesn't know about the deed, right? No, nobody knows about the right. deed. <laughs> Chico says nothing. Uh, All right, so um, so we agreed then. We should start with a legitimate... What did you call it, Click? Call what? Freightsman? Yes. Uh, I didn't call it anything. Runner. Right, a freightsman, if we must. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, so the other thing you can also keep in mind is that you have business contacts, right? Yep. So if you want to utilize those business contacts, um, you can. So you have Maharo, uh-huh. the wealthy Ordalon. We have Sarda. Sarna. Sarda. Sarda. Right. I wrote that down wrong. Sarda, the Zabrak trader. LaRue, the Mon Calamari guy who you still haven't completed his job. Well, we could always go back and say that we did. Right, but that's an option. You also have, I believe, four more contact points no, on that I data wish. pad. It was three maximum. I used one. Oh, so you've got two. Yeah. You also have sort of a contact with the um, Ten Loss Corporation. Mm. <laughs> we didn't actually kill Crud, did we? <laughs> no, he's still alive. Yeah. Um, so, however you want to do that, or you can just roll streetwise and attempt to make new contacts. Well, doing a streetwise thing is probably best if we're trying to do, like, smuggling. At this point, if we're trying to do, like, a... Are we looking Are we looking for people that will get us established as, like, for a location, or are we looking for a job? I'm leaving that entirely up to you. However you want to play it. And if you don't, I mean, it's a streetwise, or it can be knowledge, too. So if you're looking for an inner rim contact, you could roll knowledge inner rim to see, like, oh, well, I know there's this corporation, or this wealthy person, mm-hmm. or... Well, why don't we hit up Maharo? I'm sure he's got real estate. 
Mm. <laughs> Why? Again, Jinko looking very uncomfortable. What's wrong? Nothing. Nothing at all. Wait, you don't like Ortolans? Do you want to try to roll against it? Um, no, because Click really honestly doesn't think that... He's hiding. Yeah. Away. He thinks he's just being a grump. <laughs> no, nothing. I just was looking forward to stealing something. That's all. Really? You're looking forward to stealing something? I haven't stolen anything in the wild. I didn't know it was a problem for you. Tell you why. It's a very big prop. No, wait, that's not what I meant. I oh. <laughs> Tell you why. Next meal, I'll leave a little bit of food out for you. I'll turn my back <laughs> around and it's all yours, buddy. All right. So um, you're going to do a legitimate. So your first one is uh-huh. going to be legitimate freightsman. Yes. With Maharo. Yep. What kind of job are you want to do? Uh, per unit, flat haul, or passenger? <clears throat> Well, I imagine it, it'd be, for someone like Maharo, I imagine it'd almost be like the opposite of a per unit, where he would be looking for a buyer or for a seller of something. So let's treat it like a per unit. You mean like he wants to buy something? Yeah, that's, that's the feeling I get from him, because I don't know what he does. Okay. He's just sort of generically wealthy. <laughs> right. Okay. So you're going to do a per unit. No, Maharo, per unit, Freightsman. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Uh, roll me negotiation. You can do group, or you can assign a person. Well, group's always better. Wait, what did I say? Oh, no, I'm sorry. You have to assign a person. Uh, Rain is still our best negotiator, right? I believe so. Yeah. So, roll me her negotiation at uh, yellow. Two yellows and a green. It's against two purple. You get a blue because it's Maharo. You already know him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are there any other blues you would like to argue for? Doesn't she get something for negotiation? For successful negotiations, she gets bonuses to like the amount of money she makes. Okay. So wheel and wheel and deal. When selling goods legally, you gain ten percent more credits. Okay. 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 Gotcha. Okay. Um, what rarity do you want to work on? Because rarity is how you're going to get your your unit price. Um, it would probably be since it's Maharo. I imagine it would be very rare. But few units. And I know I'm making this harder for myself. Very rare, but what? Fewer units. Because he doesn't need a lot of stuff. He just wants a few fancy things. But I just feel like he he doesn't need common things. So I'm guessing it's going to be 10. Or rarity like 9, right? Sure. Something like a personal stealth feel. Yeah, something ridiculous over the top, yeah. Okay, okay. So, um... So what? here's how it's going to work. It's the negotiation against the rarity, okay? Yep. But um, her Reina has no somebody, so it's reduced rarity by one per rank of no somebody. Uh-huh. So it actually goes down to, back down to two, because she has two ranks. You understand what I mean? It went from... Oh, nine. no, I'm sorry. Nine to se- So rarity nine to rarity seven, so that breaks it down to a, uh, against three purple. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Roll it. One green, two yellow, one blue, three purple. Success! One success. One success. All right, what is the ridiculous thing he wants to he wants to buy? Um he's looking for a very particular um like statue and it is of a like Ortolan, but it's very large and he says that no one has seen it in like 15 years. <laughs> And it's like just the one statue. It is a mighty statue of the senator, Kron Matarko. 
Yes, it used to be on the Senate floor, but it has been gone for 15 years. Wow, that's, uh, I don't think you understand what we're here to do. I mean, (laughs) you know, as legitimate freightsmen. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, you're not meant to steal it. I believe I have found where it is being held, and I want you to buy it off of him. Oh, okay. Piece of cake. hoping you would say that. They're going to pay, he's going to pay you 15,000 credits plus 20% because of Reyna's negotiation skills. Okay, yeah, so okay. Uh, roll me an astrogation check. So we'll Okey-doke. pick someone to roll the astrogation check. Uh, it's going to be Kobe. Against one purple is fine. Okay, two yellow, two green. One success. Fine. Um, you know, we could try to get this person to sell at a lower price. And then the pocket of the difference. Yeah, I thought that's what we were supposed to do. Oh, is that what you were under the impression? I was going to give you 18,000 just flat. I mean, oh, like, oh, no, 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 no. But we weren't we supposed oh, to right. use? You have to, we have to use right, part of that. Right, it's a per unit mission. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, there's nothing unscrupulous about that, right, Captain? No, I suppose not. Though, uh, so, I suppose if we wanted to get ourselves in, we could save him money instead. You know, a little investment for payout later. I mean, he seems to be pretty generous with all of his people. Who knows? Maybe he'd give us, like, a deed to something. It is possible. <laughs> Again, Jinko says <laughs> I mean, he, does, he certainly doesn't seem to forget people. All right, you can roll Reyna's negotiation. It's against um, two purple and a red. So two yellow, one green versus two purple, one red. Okay, four successes and three threats. All right, so um, here's how it works. They're going to be willing to sell it for Mm 10,000, but the reasons are going to decrease your reputation as a freightsman. (laughs) So how does that negotiation go? Um... I want to say that Jinko has been edgy this whole time, and he starts getting like a little like, almost not violent but like threatening, and like sort of wild about the whole negotiation process. Okay, so uh, Beavis, you play this Ortolan that owns this Ortolan statue, and he knows Mahara wants it, and he's just not that particularly attached to it, but he's still trying to play the negotiation game, right? We are willing to offer you a generous amount of 10,000 credits. Well, 10,000 is a hefty sum. But this thing's been in my family for generations. Everyone's looking at the statue. It's pretty ugly, I'm going to guess. Well, I guess it's not ugly. It's gaudy because it's so big. Generations. I thought no one knew where it was for 15 years. Well, generations can mean multiple things. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's a furious fluttering of wings listen here you ridiculous elephant face just sell it for 10,000 you don't want it you have to look look at this and he points at um, a tarp in the corner you had it under a tarp you don't even like it you just had it as a piece to lord over your fellow ortolans and nobody cares for the last 15 years and so now you finally have an opportunity to offload it out of your your foyer for 10,000 credits which is far more than it's worth. So just sell it already, and so we can get on. Oh, whoa. 
Jeez, I always knew that your kind were very pushy about things. But the Toydarians should learn to pace themselves a bit. Yeah, I do very much apologize for my crewman. He he will be departing immediately. Jinko flutters off. <laughs> I'm very, very sorry for all of that. It was just a horrible embarrassment. Yes, well, the fact still stands that it is a decent sum. I suppose that it is worth sharing the wealth of the cultural importance to others of my kind. You can tell Mahara we have a deal. Alright, so you spend 10 of the 18,000 you were given, you hoof it back to Bespin, Mm -hmm. and you deliver this awful statue, which is being now displayed in front of Maharo's mansion as a grand centerpiece. And, like, he's having people, like, clean it up and polish it and, like, fixing cracks in it a little bit. Yeah. But not too much. He still wants it to look historic. Right. I know that the Galactic Senate doesn't exist anymore, but at one point, we, Ortolan, were an important part of it. I want people to remember that. Please, take the extra 8,000 credits as your payment. Oh, wow. Really? Thanks. See, Captain? Double win. We told the truth. He appreciated it. We got to keep it anyway. All right, so you're up 8,000. You got four more jobs to go. Okay. Um, at this point, Cap- the Captain would probably rein everyone in a little bit and say, like... That really wasn't, like, what I had in mind. I mean... <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and we'd probably do a flat haul next. All right. Straight down the middle flat haul. Yep. All right. How much money do you want to go for? Oof. Um, well, what's... I don't know how the economies of scale work in this. Well, I'm going to continue to use sort of the the rarity as a point of reference. Okay. So rarity 10 is um, formidable difficulty. It's 5, right? And things that are rarity 10 are in the 20,000 credit range. Okay, let's go for like a 10,000. So about half that rarity. So an average difficulty check. So are you just making a new contact? Yeah, or... we're going to make it. We're going to try to make a new contact. I mean, we're, right, we're on best use... spin. There's a lot of intelligent people there. You want to use Streetwise? Yeah. Okay, who do you want to designate for Streetwise? Jinko or Tazi? They're both pretty good. Uh, who's better? Let's see. Uh, Tazi is two yellow and a green. Actually, no, no. You know what? It, regardless, it's probably they're going to send Tazi to do it. Right. She's much more friendly. Yeah. Plus, the captain's still a little miffed at Jinko, so he's under like a tighter leash right now. Okay. Well, he, he she has the slightly higher role anyway. So she has two yellow and a green. I'll give you a blue because she's just so darn pleasant, and it's against two purple. Sweet. Uh, a triumph and an advantage. Woo! Triumph. Sweet. Guys, guys, got a shipment. You've been gone for like two minutes. I know, but <laughs> this negotiation stuff isn't really that hard. It's not a pile of trash, is it? No. Because we have one of those. No, and we love some him. Sort His of name like... is Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> there's some sort of like food crisis going on on Duros. What? Yeah. All we gotta do is like, so people have been shipping all this food. And all we gotta do is pick it up and deliver it off. Um, it's like part of a relief effort from some sort of nonprofit organization, and they're paying really heavy money. Uh, and if we can get there even faster than normal, then we can make even bonuses for speed. Okay. Um, who did you talk to? There's just some uh, like there's some over there. Who? Um, I don't know. A human. Mm, okay. 
That's fine. They all look kind of the same to me. Sorry. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. Just need to know. Just, just need to know that part for for reasons, <laughs> not racist, not racist ones. <laughs> roll me knowledge inner rim or inner core worlds inner rim. <laughs> roll me knowledge core worlds average difficulty. Uh, core is three green. Failure but an advantage. You feel like you've heard about these sorts of missions to Duros before. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> Seems like it's a regular thing that happens there. Well, that planet is heavily polluted. Why don't they just leave? I don't think the Empire would like that. Oh, one of those things. I would try to teach you the history of Duros, but I'm afraid it would go as well as my turn to teach you the history of the Jedi, so... If it makes you feel better, people have tried to teach me about the Clone Wars twice. (laughs) I think I still got it wrong. You still think that Jedi fought clones of themselves? Maybe, if that's the right thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Alright, so you have an opportunity here to, because of the triumph, I'm doubling your, your take. Cool. So it's 20,000 credits. If you risk a heavier astrogation check... Yeah, we're definitely doing that. Try to find a shortcut? Uh-huh. How, how much of a shortcut do you want to try? The shortest of cuts. Well, I'll let you set your own difficulty then. Minimum is one, so it's up to five. Huh... <sighs> I'm going to try four. <laughs> All right, let's see it. So two yellow, two green versus four purple. One success. Wow, okay. <laughs> Thankfully, That's I didn't have to use it, but Kobe does have a thing that lets me re-roll a, a, a natural programmer. It lets me re-roll a uh, astrogation once per session. <laughs> oh, wow. So okay. I had that so in my back is... pocket just in case. So Kobe does some cool tricks. While he's doing that, uh, Jinko takes a very keen interest in all of his this astrogation thing. Mm. Remember, he expressed interest in that previously, that he kind of wished he had done more... Uh, Navigation, scouting stuff. Yeah. And so he has Kobe explain to him, because remember, Kobe had all these theories about astrogation. Yeah. And so Kobe's explaining to him how he came up with the formula and how he shaved off a little time here. Because uh, you do have a class one hyperdrive, so you're already pretty quick. Don't listen to his lies, Jinko. He's probably been there before. <laughs> so uh, it goes well. You drop off the cargo, no problems, and you make 21,000 credits. Wow. You got an additional so grand from the fast, huh? Yeah. So you are now at 29,000 total. How much was Jinko's debt? 20,000. <laughs> Wait, so we can literally pay it off now? <laughs> I mean, in theory, sure. We're not going to because I want to do the rest of the stuff because I'm sure Reyna doesn't want to just feel like, okay, we have money. Let's spend it all on a debt and then try to scrounge up more. Right. So you've got three more missions you can try. Uh, I imagine we'll do a smuggling next. All right. So you want to pick up a smuggling job while you're on Duros? Yeah, I think that fits very well. Okay. Yeah, I think so, too. And I was actually going to make you roll something if you didn't pick smuggling because remember you have high risk obligation and these have been very boring yeah but i mean thematically just for reina to get more comfortable back in the swing of it right it made more sense for her to really push on like what she'd been doing before like all this happened okay so you're hitting the cantina on duros i imagine you're sort of on edge dude very on edge yeah so every time a Duros comes up to you, you kind of shoo them away. Yeah. What, what's your go-to like racist phrase to get them out of your vicinity? Um, 
He'd probably say something like, beat it, Blue. Uh, shuffles off. Yeah, yeah. Go cry into your polluted atmosphere, whatever's wrong with this place. You don't seem to take to the local culture, that Twi'lek woman says. It's not the culture that's the problem. It's the fauna. She raises her eyebrow. Those are big words for a very small Chandra fan. Uh, I'm sorry, did you get lost? What are you doing here? <laughs> are you here it's on purpose? Or, wait, are you here on purpose? <laughs> it's a spacer bar. I could ask you the same question. Uh, we were doing the humanitarian gig. Ah, uh, yes. Good quick credits if you can pick it up. <laughs> yeah, we picked it up. We blazed some new trails. Uh, somehow I doubt that. Yeah, sure. Doubt what you want. You don't have my astromech. <laughs> so is that what you are, a shuttle for humanitarian aid? No, I'm a legitimate freightsman. By trade. She looks bemused. What are you drinking? No, I, I don't speak the language. <laughs> <laughs> she waves at the bartender. Another one of whatever it is you're drinking shows up in front of you. <laughs> I just hope it's not dishwasher. I feel like I know, though. Um, thematically, do you have a preference on, like, what kind of thing you want to smuggle here? Hmm. Well, with with what you said earlier, I almost wanted to be smuggling people off. Okay, perfect. Since, you know, they're saying, like, oh, the Imperials wouldn't like it if the Duros left. You know, do you happen to be... Oh, wait, I'm, I need to roll something here. Uh... Let me ask discipline. Nope. Really? One, two, three, four... I need to do the fame check. Oh. Oops. Ignore the force die. Failure, but four advantages. You seem familiar to me. Uh, maybe you have one of those faces. You know, faces made for pod racing. I mean, for the hollow vids. <laughs> pod racing? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, like... You know, he still feels a little off because he's so on edge on this planet. Right. Um, but he kind of, like, stands up a little bit and does, like, a half-hearted shrug pose that he does. Uh, click Kachak. Heard of me? Eh? <laughs> oh, yes, I think I have, actually. So now you've left the thrill of the pod, the pod racing for the all-encompassing excitement of legitimate freightsmanship. You obviously don't follow pod racing, otherwise none of this would be a surprise to you. She leans in. But that means you have a little bit of love of danger. Um, I like to call it more of a Romance with danger, if you get my drift. <laughs> <laughs> she smiles brightly. That is exactly what I was hoping to hear. You see, I have a few compatriots of mine, and uh, staying here on Duros is no longer a possibility for them. I need them off planet. Can you do it? Yeah, sure. What's wrong? Uh, well, they have very large bounties on their head, you see. So they will have to be undetected both by bounty hunters... And by the Empire. Not a problem. What else is wrong? Are you, sh- <laughs> you seem awful confident considering that there is an Imperial blockade around this particular planet. Yeah. I- I'm not really that concerned about it. Alright, son. Uh, roll a... Well, let you roll your negotiation. Okay. Again, against sort of your... How much you want for it. Um, let's do three, but I want a blue because she pointed out the giant imperial blockade. Like, she gave away, like, an arguing point. So you're looking, again, like, the 15,000 range? Yeah. 
So, uh, I mean, I'm super risking it because I'm I'm not that good of a negotiator, and I don't know why I'm saying this, but it feels right. Uh, okay, do it. Do I get the blue or no? Yeah, you get the blue. Sweet. Three green, one blue versus three purple. Two successes and an advantage. All right. Just making a note. Honey, I can get him off world, but well. As you can guess, I'm not exactly flying a blockade runner. 16,000. Four up front, 12 when you get there. Sounds nice and tidy to me. What's the hidden threat, huh? Believe me, if you're going to attempt to smuggle these individuals out from under the nose of the Empire, when there's an Imperial blockade around, there is no hidden threat. There are plenty of wide-open threats for you to deal about. Alright, just don't need to deal with any double crossings. I've had enough of those lately. I don't need any more double crossings in my life either. Get them to FOMOS. Sure thing. Hey, by the way, what's your name, honey? Why don't you just stick with that for now? Works for me. She grins, pays for your drinks, walks <laughs> out. So you head back to the ship. Reyna is standing at the gangplank, looking a little irritated. Hey, Captain. And who are the four passengers who just walked aboard? Oh? No sense in leaving a planet to go find other work if there's work here to be had. Why do I get the sense that they're not particularly allowed to leave? Because I did the talking. <laughs> right. Well, then. Formos isn't far, right? No, for- Formos is very far away. It's fine. We're getting, like, what is it, 16? Okay, here's... So, I suppose... The tr- I don't think they're in a rush, but getting past the Imperial blockade is going to be one much more difficult. How do you intend to get through that? Um... I'm going to consult with my security expert. Right, of course. They're going to want the passenger manifest, as they always do. Now, the easiest way would just to be to admit, omit them from the passenger manifest and hope they don't board or scan us. There's a lot of refugee ships coming in and out, so that's a possibility. Plus, we did clear our manifest that we were dropping off stuff. Of course. But, if they do decide to scan us, they will immediately flag us as a problem, because we did not say that we had... We brought them along. So the second option would then be to forge identification for them. Hmm. Might be worth doing, though. Oh. It might be. Um, BT-dub there. Huh? Here. Oh, that's right. I was looking at the wrong It's side. in Kessel. Part of the Kessel run. <laughs> it might be, or it could get us into even more trouble if they understand that we are faking it. It'd be another thing to add onto the list of charges. Hmm. Either way, you're going to be in for a very, very intense flight to get out of here. Well, that was a given. Okay. I'm thinking we just have them lie low. We already had a good little reputation, you know, dropping off food, making sure that they stay alive on this planet. Just going to hang around for a bit, unload it all, and take off. So we'll omit them from the manifest. I think so. I mean, to be fair... These guys all do have giant bounties, but so do we. Good point. So why so so why rock the boat by adding more people to our list? Alright, so you're going to try to sneak your way past. So what you're gonna do is you can pick stealth, deception, or skullduggery. No, not skullduggery. Either stealth or deception. For who? Well, uh you could do it group because you're doing it by the ship. Okay, um tell me what people's ranks are. Okay, Tazi, Deception, 3 green, Stealth, 2 green. Reina, Deception, 2 yellow and a green, Stealth, 1 green. Jinko is Deception, yellow and a green, Stealth, 2 yellow and a blue. 
Uh, yes, yes, yes. We are doing stealth. So we had all those yellows together, right? Uh, yeah. As long as it doesn't overcome the base, correct? Correct. Well, click is base five in stealth right now. And then that makes three yellows, plus the blue from Jinko's thing, plus three other blues. Okay. Right? No, two other blues. Because it's only um, Reyna and Kobe don't have anything to contribute. Actually, and you know what? I'm actually going to remove that blue from Jinko because that is from a skill he has. Okay. That, like, for his personal stealth. Mm. And I don't think that makes a lot of sense for the ship. Okay. And what's the difficulty? What is percept or what's vigilance? Is uh, willpower. Okay. So I'm going to flip a light. Um, I'm sorry. I'm going to flip a dark side. Uh-huh. Not bad. Um, it's going to be against two red, a purple, and then a black because you do have bounties on your head. I would like to request that we can remove one of the blacks because of Kobe has like all of his, he's got bypass security, code breaker, defensive slicing stuff. Those are three different things. They all like individually remove blacks from stuff. Or if you like, uh... I would like to request trading in a blue to remove that black because Kobe will not be contributing to the stealth so much as trying to re- interfere with sensors. Hmm. I think this is narratively what makes the most sense. If you fail this check, Kobe gets a shot at hacking. It. Okay. It's slicing. It's slicing into like interfering right. with the record check. Okay. So two green, three yellow, two blue, one purple, two red, one black. Heck of a roll. Two successes and an advantage. Woo! <laughs> I'm so scared of despairs, by the way. Like, those are the yeah. worst. I'm terrified of them. So what you do is you nudge the wolf into a convoy. And you just sort of fly in a way that looks like you're part of the convoy. Uh-huh. And so you wait until... Kobe monitors all the transmissions, and you wait until they tr- transmit their passenger manifest. Uh-huh. And you just send it along with theirs. <laughs> so there's just getting, like, this inundation of, like, manifests. Yeah, there's just so many, and it's, there's only one Star Destroyer, and it's like, who cares? You're just, you know, refugee runners. You're, you know, relief supply runners, so that's fine. They just, let, they clear you. Mm. You make the jump to hyperspace, no problem. You drop them off at the dusty, depressed world of FOMOS. <laughs> By the way, they are four Duros. Uh, so... Jinko, pat them up on their way out. Pat them down. What is what is wrong with pat you? Pat them like? down. Uh, roll me either a cool or a discipline against uh, two and a black. Um, I'm always going to roll cool because I actually have ranks in that. That's fine. So two yellow and a green. One success. Okay, you don't freak out. You don't have to take any strain from being on a ship (laughs) with a bunch of Duros the whole time. You're just like, I'm in control of the ship. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Jinko, Kobe, give him the shakedown. (laughs) (laughs) Do you really want to do that? No. (laughs) Okay. No, I'm not going to give them the shakedown. Fine. Fine. But if they took something of yours, not my fault. All right. That was mission three. Mission four. And that was 16, you said, right? Yeah, so you're up to 45,000. Okay. Huh. We need to do a big score next. We need to do something daring. It's going to be smuggling. All right. And I don't feel like per unit happens that often in smuggling. Like, I feel like if you're smuggling, there's a seller and a buyer, and you just need to get it there. 
it could be per unit if you're going to do spice. Oh, yes. Man, we have to do a spice run. Alrighty. So, what's the scummy contact you make here um, on FOMOS? I assume it's on FOMOS. FOMOS. Is it really FOMOS? It is FOMOS. So, who's the scummy guy you meet on FOMOS? Now, remember, FOMOS does have a small imperial outpost, but it's really in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) It's a training base, really, I think is what we decided before. (sighs) Unless you want to go somewhere else. No, no. But you can Oh, man, can it be one of the... Oh, um... They are... Hold on. Oh, can they be Nemoidian? Oh, yes. All right, so he's a Nemoidian, which means we have to use slightly racist accents. Um, so I'm just trying to find a table with all the spice on it. I think it's after all the weapons. Oh, here it is. And you want a big score, right? Yes. All right. So you see this Nemoidian. You and Jinko are, are wandering around Foremost. Reyna is uh, doing some books. Taji's doing maintenance on the ship with Kobe. Mm-hmm. So the two of you are just wandering about, kind of checking things out. The Nemoidian is sitting on, roll a d10. Or just use the percentile. I just grabbed my dice bag. It's too late now. Okay, roll a d10. Let's see here. Here's a d10. Uh, nine. Okay. He's sitting in uh, a a cargo bay with no ship in it, and he's sitting on nine crates. And he's got his hands in his head, and he looks stressed out. Hey, Jinko, look at Froggy over there. Mmm, Nemoidian. Must be careful with him. Yeah, he looks vaguely Duros. (laughs) (laughs) What is with you on the Duros lately? Look, can we talk about this later? I suppose... You want to talk to him or shall I? Uh, you do it. I don't speak the, the lingo. Oh, you see, I have a very important shipment. And if I do not give bring it to where it needs to go, it is going to be the end of my life. They will kill me. I see. And what is it exactly that's in those crates that is so important? He does not say anything. Fine then, goodbye. Maybe I'll tell someone to shoot you, and then I'll find out myself. Wait, I can shoot you and find out myself. Ah, I got this. <laughs> I pull out my gun. So, all, yeah, they both breach for blasters. No, 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 wait, wait. Um, it is, it is Yarek. And you can see Jinko's face visibly changes. Yarek. Uh, roll uh, Knowledge Underworld. Alrighty. Uh, let's see. Two. Uh, no, three. Three on three. Failure but an advantage. Alright, you don't know what it is, but you know it's very rare, very expensive. I heard about that. Some sort of fancy-pantsy thing. Yorick is... A Jinko does a fly around. <laughs> um, Wait, you got nine crates of that? We're looking at 180,000 credits in front of us. Ooh, uh... Base market price. Yeah, so, how can we help you, sir? If you go with me, I would be willing... To give you half of the profit. He turns to Jinko. Is that worth it? 90,000? Depends on where we're going. Yeah, you're. who are you dealing with? Alright, I'm gonna check real quick to see if Jinko has anything special, like black market contact. He does have black market contacts. It reduces rarity by one, but... Okay, so you can negotiate as a group. It'll be uh, four difficulty. Oof. So Jinko and um, Jinko can help you with it. 
so his base negotiation is three green. Yeah, same here. <laughs> okay. <coughs> so it's three green and a blue. I'm going to spend a light uh, side to upgrade one of those. All right. You can get one blue because he's obviously in dire straits. Uh, okay. Two green, one yellow, two blue, and four purple. Two successes and two advantages. Look, there is no way we're going to just walk away with half. Think about it. Oh, you know what? I forgot to add your blues for your smuggling rate. Uh, just roll me one more blue blank and see what shows up and see if it would affect your results. Uh, three. It would total to three successes and three advantages. Okay. You made the mistake already by telling me what is exactly in those crates. Plus, by, Which by, means by, that... plus you showed us that there's nine of them. <laughs> yes, uh, that too. <laughs> if you don't contract with us, I'll make sure everyone knows what's in here. And then there will be no, no money for anyone. Just your dead body and a lot of broken vials that have been strewn across the ground pointlessly and a few hundred credits made here and there for individuals who might have been able to find the body. Ginko, that's a dumb alternative. Why don't we just shoot him? If he's not going to play ball, why don't we just shoot him and then find our own contacts? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'll give you 80%. Yeah, sounds fair to me. It does indeed, doesn't it? <laughs> All right, so you load up <laughs> the Yark. Rain is watching you load it in. Um, what's this? Um, Jink or uh, Click immediately turns to Jinko, like looking. For... He's not. He's gone. <laughs> um, I put my helmet down and pull down my visor and walk on board. Click, Cap. What are you putting on my ship? Um, just a shipment, Captain. Smuggling. A shipment. It's a smuggling shipment. Of? Recreational goods. <laughs> it's spice, isn't it? Uh, I want to roll deception. <laughs> because, only because sure. I know I'll fail. <laughs> I just want to see how bad I fail. Two yellow and a green. So two red and a purple. Awesome. Okay. So two green versus one purple and two red. Uh, fail. <laughs> nope. Definitely it's not. Spice. It spice. She opens the container. Nope. That looks like, um... Sand. You know, <laughs> the soil on this planet is very rich in nutrients, Captain. And they need it on, uh, oof, uh, Alderaan. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh. It's better if you just stick with the lie. If you just stick with the truth. I know, but Jinko says if I don't practice, I'll never get better. That might be a good thing. Yes? Yes, Captain. Um, if it's any consolation, we're gonna pretty much like I don't even know what double upple upple it is, but it's a windfall. All right. So, um, what what are we looking at here as a rev, as a profit? Well, what's eighty percent of one hundred and eighty thousand? Three hundred twenty-four thousand. No. Whoops. What? Sorry. I did a one point eight. 144,000. Okay, so that's significant. If you can sell it... Even at... That's base price, right? Right. Captain, we're looking at at least 144. Minimum. That's after our split. I don't like it, but if you insist... Captain, I've always wanted to do a spice run. Oh, gracious. (laughs) When I bought this ship, it was intended that I would make an honest living for myself. Then you brought Jinko. 
All right, you've already won the argument. Don't push your luck. Sorry, Captain. All right, so he has a buyer. If you want the base 144, you could take it. If you want to fly somewhere else and attempt to find your own buyer, that's up to you. Now, if we found a buyer, is there a chance that it would go under the 144? If that's base market agreed price. Well, you have to roll a streetwise check equal to the difficulty that you rolled initially. So you have to roll it against four. Ugh. What's... Uh, this, would, this would be an individual or a group? Um, I'd let you do group. It would have to just be Jinko and Click. Because I don't think um, Tazi's very good at finding spice buyers. What's Jinko's street? Uh, two yellow and removes black. Yeah. You could also attempt to try to, like... Just go to a known criminal element. Yeah, no, there's too many bounty hunters there. No, we'll go to or, his. We'll go to his contact. We can't. We can't do a four roll. Okay, you are dropped off, or he he tells you to go to Andoron, <laughs> and you visit the moon of Andoron, Duxon, and the stuff's offloaded. You don't follow him on the job. You just he borrows flimflam to push the cargo sled. Mm-hmm. But he comes back with a mess of credits, and then he gives you the agreed upon amount. So you're now at what, like one hundred, yeah, hundred eighty nine thousand. Yep. He thanks you, asks you, asks if you could take him back to Onderon. You do, and then he departs on his merry way. Hey, uh, Captain. Yes. Do you think we should try to get rid of the uh, champagne? <laughs> if you want to, I'm letting you do it. Okay. Um, Take Tazi. She's cute and good luck. Hold on. Let me roll around in the dirt first. <laughs> so, our plan is to tell them that we were held up by Imperial Customs Inspectors. No, no. We're not going to tell them anything. We're just going to say you would not believe what we went through. How come you're dirty and I'm not? <sighs> Look, I know you don't have any performance training, but I'm trying to help you to get into character. See, why were you in the dirt? Are you just some kind of dirty Chadra fan? Yes. What's your motivation for being in the dirt? Tazi, peep, you're going to get upset no matter how I answer this question, so I'm just not going to answer it. I'm just saying, if we're going to do this deception, we should probably try to figure out how to do it correctly. Fine. People think Jawas are dirty by nature, okay? What? How, how dare you? That, that's not me. That's everyone. I know. No, it's not. I know that you are amazing, Tazi. I think you're the best. Look how shiny my cloak is. Look at it. It's so shiny. No one's going to think this is dirty. I mean, look, the brown robes are kind of dirty looking, but that's hey, just a practical decision. Do, I mean, when you live wait, on Tatooine and you have all these stairs Tazi, and the Tazi, soil. What? Do you, what? Do you have your brown robe? Yeah, wherever we made, we put it on Kobe one time. Can you put it on this one time? No! No! I'm not participating in your dirt <laughs> lie. <laughs> fine, fine. Okay, we won't do the dirt lie. I'm sorry. Especially I'm since sorry. you're telling me now that I'm supposed everyone thinks I'm already dirty. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Tazi, I'm sorry. I did not want to hurt your feelings, and it is not an opinion that I share. Okay, fine. <laughs> so I then, think my vocabulary is broken. I have to turn it off for a minute. Wait, please don't. Tazi, I don't know what to do then. <laughs> you completely dismantled my idea. I'm out of so ideas. So you, br- you bring a crying Jawa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect. This shipment was supposed to be in here weeks ago. 
and I wasn't supposed to almost get killed several times. Life has changed. Life has challenges. There's bottles missing. I had to deal with a Jedi. Thank you very much. None of these things are false. None of the things he's saying is a lie. <laughs> he was almost killed over the course, <laughs> and he had to deal with a Jedi. Sir, I can appreciate that if you had a difficult time, but there's no need to spin lies. No, no. No lies. He was a... Why is that Jawa crying? <laughs> Look, sir, I do deeply apologize for the tardiness and the condition of the goods, but the less questions, it's just better that we don't bring it up. The the Mon, It's a Mon Calamari. He leans towards Tazi. Do you need help? <laughs> I don't speak Jawaese, but just nod if you need help and I'll get rid of this guy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, it's nothing like that. It's nothing like that. Uh, you reach to touch him, like, reassuringly. Uh-huh. Get your filthy <laughs> paws off of me. <sighs> Look. You know what? I'm not paying you for this shipment. Get out of here. Fine. Get out. We're taking it all anyway. And you know what? No, you'll leave that shipment here, and you get out of here. Ugh, fine. I hope you dry up here. <laughs> Halfway back to the ship, she turns back on her vocabulator. Sorry, I could have been more of a help, I guess. Don't mention it. Alright, job number five. Okay, so I feel like job five, we're going to do a job for the Alliance. And what we're going to try to get out of it is some sort of contacts for like a, a, a... Basically, we're this is the job that I want to do to try to establish like a home base. Okay. Because the, the Alliance is a well-connected network. You know. Okay. Yeah. So you're looking for planet side, moon side, space station, spaceship. Hmm. Not space. I think planet. I think planet has a good vibe. All right. So you make contact with the alliance. Uh, you're gonna talk to that general you've been talking to. Yep. Well, we do definitely appreciate the work you've done for us in the past. You're asking us to give you a location. There are some old stations that we don't use anymore. That's... I'm not saying that the Empire wouldn't know about them, but I don't think they'd be particularly interested. That sounds perfect. Well, we'd be willing to let you know the locations of them. Uh, what is it you're able to do for us? Um, lots of things. I'll have you know, if you need a fighter pilot, I actually come with my own A-Wing now. <laughs> well, there are a couple of fighter pilot missions we need done, but there is a bit of more of a pressing matter. What's wrong? But it's... A- we need something smuggled. How do you feel about that kind of work? Fine. <laughs> we we're no stranger to it. Do we have any smuggler reputation yet? You have tons of smuggler reputation. I'm surprised you haven't heard about us yet. Oh, believe me, I'll check the intel net when we're done our conversation. <laughs> All right. If you're willing to smuggle something for us, I think we could come to an arrangement. Come back in an hour, and I'll have the details for you. You got it, General. Gotta think through for a second what the heck I want to do. We did people. We did flat. We've done every mission type. Yeah, I wanted to get a good flavor of, like, everything. <laughs> okay, I got it. So you come back an hour later, and uh, General seems to be... Con- whoever he contacted is, is... Whoever he contacted reaffirmed that you are good smugglers, and you've had good positive results before. You even saved some of his people the last time. So you come back in, and standing next to him is Zek. All we need you to do is get him to us somewhere. Oh, great. Zach, 
Really? Again? Believe me, I wasn't all that excited about it either. Why didn't you just call us if you needed a ride? <laughs> he didn't need a ride. He's doing a mission for us. But we need to make sure he doesn't get caught on the way. Here's where we need your expertise. And he, The general pulls up a projection. We need you to use a untested hyperspace route. Ooh. We know for certain from some of our scout ships that there's one portion you're going to have to come out of hyperspace and navigate through real space. It's a nebula. But with a pilot of your skill, I figured you could pull it off. Up for the challenge? Yeah. I got this. All right. Leave when you're ready. So you head back to the ship. He settles back in. Takes the same meditation spot. So have you had any Inquisitor problems? Not yet. How about you? I've mostly been sticking around the Alliance fleet for a little while. I think they're tired of looking at me. All right, so the navig- the astrogation check is not what you have to do. The astrogation data is already provided. Um, so you're in hyperspace and you're quickly approaching the nebula. Raina is sitting next to you. She looks very nervous. Do you know what nebulas are? Yeah, space clouds. <clears throat> it's much worse than space clouds. It's like lightning space cr- clouds, right? If you mess this up, we could die. Captain? Very simple. Captain. I grabbed both of her shoulders. I raced on Malastare. And those were solid objects. You're trying to deal with navigating through energy fields here. You're going to have to keep one eye on the instrument panel for once. There's fuel everywhere on that planet. Well, that's true. <laughs> Look, you just... I need your entire focus set on this. I got this. You know this. This is extremely dangerous. I've... This is probably why there's never been a hyper route through this area before. I've got this. Captain. Captain. I've got this. I'm Con Click Kachak. Hotshot pilot. Ace of the... Ace of the Alliance. You're in good hands. All right. She settles back into her chair. You drop out of hyperspace and there's a nebula. But there's something odd about this nebula that they did not tell you. Apparently, by horrible luck, and I'll flip the dark side point for that, there is a stream of other of comets passing through this nebula. <laughs> the electrical storms are causing energy discharges between the floating ice chunks. They crash into each other, splintering into massive superstructures of ice that look like they could just slice the wolf into ribbons if you brush too closely against it. How does he feel about it? Excited. So you raise the shields. How fast are you going to go through? Does it look like it would be risky if he went slow? Probably. Yeah. I feel like he would feel like it's best to keep up a pace. Um, I imagine he's going to have to go full speed. All right. So the this, this wolf's maximum speed, I'm sorry, is what, four? Uh, hold on. I have it. Three. Okay. You do have those afterburners you installed that you never used. Correct. So if you want to use them, you can go to speed four. Okay. We'll do that. All right, so um, silhouette four, right? Yes. Two red, two purple, two black. Okay, I can take care of one of those blacks for piloting. All right. And thankfully, I don't have any negative handling because of it's my signature vehicle now. Aha, beautiful. So it, it increased the handling from negative one to zero. So there's no negatives on that. Piloting space is going to be... Three yellow and two green. Versus two purple, two red, one black. Oh. Read it. Uh, hold on. Let me see if I've got anything I want to try here. 
Well, the initial result here is failure to advantage is despair. You don't have natural pilot. What is that? You re-roll any piloting check once. I don't think that's a skill set on my list. Oh. I, we've been over this. Um, I do have second chances, so I'm going to re-roll the two yellows, because one of them was the two advantages, and the other one was a blank. So I'm going to roll right. two yellows and pray. Okay, so now it's a success, three advantages, and a despair. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. Describe your flight through the Comet Nebula. Um, I feel like Click is getting back into his zone, like his racing zone. Uh-huh. And so he's, like, really jiving on it, really focused, just kind of trying to flow, go with the flow of everything that's flying around and all the just terrible things everywhere. He's right. trying to be, not cut through it, but flow with it. So you're... Lots of circular motions. Yeah. Uh, barrel rolls. The, the poor passengers inside. The trash pile is sliding back and forth. Kobe has plugged himself in mostly just to have somewhere to kind of keep himself clamped down. He also engages his magnetic clamps. Tazi runs up to the gunnery station just so she can strap in. <laughs> Jenko had been asleep, and you imagine that he's just kind of tumbling around trying to keep himself floated. Zek is in the cargo bay using the force to avoid all the trash that's flying back and forth <laughs> as this is going on. Two comets crash very close together, but then they're pushed apart by their impacted force and transfer the momentum, and you squeak by between them. An electrical blast hits one comet, and turns it into just a rain of shrapnel lightning. Reyna very quickly adjusts the frequencies of the shields so that it absorbs this energy, and even though the lights dim for a second and the the thruster output is temporarily shut off, you use that moment of dead power to juke just a slight amount so that when you make your next thrust forward, (laughs) you dodge between another archway of ice. (laughs) And it looks like you're going to make it. It's just perfect when, at the last second, another uh, expulsion of nebula energy shoves one of the comets in a sudden jerking motion, and it clips the A-wing straight off the bottom of the ship. And you fly clear of the nebula, at least further enough that you could engage the hyperdrive again, and you immediately punch in and you're out into hyperspace. Tazi is is patting your back. I'm sorry, Clink. We made it! Oh, ooh, ooh, you don't know. I don't want to tell you. Bye! What, the A-Wing? <laughs> the A-Wing protected us. It saved us. That screaming Slimo saved the ship. Uh, yeah, I guess that's, that's one way of putting it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. With its valiant soul, it... Like every vehicle you have ever piloted has formed a lasting connection, a spiritual bond between pilot and vehicle. Hey, you're laying on a little and, thick. Uh, okay, uh, we're all we're all okay. You guys are good. Yes, I'm. I'm mostly very impressed. Yeah, sorry about that last one. Uh, there was like a explosion thing, and the comet just kind of flew out from the side. Quite good, though. I think I've underestimated you. Nah, it's the ship. I mean. I did tune up the thrusters a bit, so the maneuvering wasn't quite as bad. Oh, I was wondering about that. Well, in any case, I believe it's time for me to go see what damage that afterburner system made. 
I'm thinking you need to just take that off and turn it back into parts. Yes, I agree. So, you pop out of hyperspace sometime later, finally arriving at the destination you were meant to be, the Terminus system (laughs) in Hadrian Station. Silhouette Zero is a production of us, the Ing Brothers. You should follow us on Twitter at SilZeroChris and at SilZeroMatt. That's spelled S-I-L-Z-E-R-O. There are a couple of exciting projects coming up, so keep an eye out for that. I, Chris, can also be heard as Mandalorian Motu Ordo on Heroes of the Hiding Way. You can find that on your podcaster of choice or at thehidingway.com. Music that isn't produced by Tazi is done by famed internet composer Kevin McLeod from Incomptech.com. Now, steady on those hyperlanes, and may the Force be with you. Da-da. Da-da.